church family. This Christmas morning, the reading is from the Gospel of Luke. Luke chapter 2, verses 1 to 20. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census would be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son, She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no guest room available for them. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them and the glory of the Lord shone around them and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, do not be afraid, I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what had been told them about this child. And all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherds said to them. But Mary treasured these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Well, I'd like to begin this Christmas sermon by by wishing you all a very happy Christmas. But I wonder how happy you really are. The news is very depressing. Nations reel from one crisis to another. And the Collins English Dictionary has just revealed the 2022 Word of the Year. I wonder if you know what it is. Anybody know? It's permacrisis. Permacrisis is a noun defined by HarperCollins as an extended period of instability and insecurity, especially when resulting from a series of catastrophic events. In other words, we're permanently in crisis. 
A blog post on the Collins Dictionary website noted that the term rings true. We are permanently in a crisis. War in Ukraine, climate change, political instability, the surge in inflation. And the post goes on to say the term embodies the dizzying sense of lurching from one unprecedented event to another as people wonder what new horrors might be around the corner. Into this climate of bad news, Christmas is very good news. What do the angels say to the shepherds? Luke 2.10, the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Two questions. Why should we not be afraid? And why is Christmas good news? Why should we not be afraid? The reason we should not be afraid this Christmas and as we face a new year, the reason we should not be afraid is that God is in control. This comes across so powerfully in Luke 2. The ancient prophecy of Micah 2 said that Jesus, the Messiah, the God's rescuer king, had to be born in Bethlehem. Jesus' parents lived in Nazareth. How were they going to get to Bethlehem for the birth? Well, God arranged things so that the emperor, Caesar Augustus, should take a census of the entire Roman world. In other words, just as your teacher takes a register at the beginning of the day, the emperor wanted a register of all the people. And so, verse 3, everyone went to their own town to register. And so Joseph also goes up from Nazareth in Galilee to Judea to Bethlehem, the town of David. Because Joseph comes from David's family. God arranges things to get Joseph to Bethlehem along with his new wife, Mary, who is heavily pregnant. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. God is in complete control. He arranges the events of history so that Joseph and Mary make it to Bethlehem. And this is just one example. There are thousands of examples of God being in control in the Bible. And that means God is in control of your life. God is in control of the perma-crisis. God is in control of the war in Ukraine. Putin is like a dog on a lead. He can only go so far before God reigns him in. God is in control of the events of history. And God is in control of your life.
God is in control of your school situation. God is in control of who your friends are. God is in control of your exam results and what university you get into. I had no intention of going to Oxford University. I was very happy in Wales. I planned to study in Cardiff in 1992. That was all arranged. And at last minute, I applied to Oxford, copying a girl I was friendly with. And the first Saturday afternoon at Oxford, I met Becca at the Christian Union Tea Party. God was in control of who I was going to marry. Through going to Oxford, I stopped training to be a singer in Cardiff and began to get more and more involved in Christian work. God was in control. He put me in the place where I could meet Becca and be trained one-to-one -one by Vaughan Roberts for Christian work. God is in control. That's why we don't need to be afraid. Secondly, why is Christmas such good news? I wonder if the birth of Jesus felt like good news to Joseph and Mary. Because the baby is born when Bethlehem is crowded out because of the census. And there's no room for them to stay. And so when she gives birth to Jesus, she places him in a manger. This suggests the family was staying in a stable or an outdoor family, uh, animal area. In other words, Jesus identifies with the very poorest. And that's good news. As Jesus himself put it, Blessed are you who are poor, for yours is the kingdom of God. Blessed are you who hunger now, for you will be satisfied. Jesus was poor himself. Jesus is on the side of the poor. Maybe you can't afford Christmas this year. Maybe you can afford to eat, but not to heat. Jesus is on the side of the poor. He's been there. Who were the first visitors to Jesus? The poor. The shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Shepherds are very nice people just in case there are any shepherds in this morning. But in Jesus' day, they were poor and they were rough. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them. Understandably, they were terrified. But the angel said to them, verse 10, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. It's great news 
that Jesus identifies with the poor. But that's not the greatest news in this passage. Because whether you're poor or whether you're rich, we all have the same greatest need. We all need to be saved from hell for heaven. And there in Bethlehem, that first Christmas, a Saviour was born. What does a Saviour do? A Saviour saves people. Jesus saves sinners from hell for heaven. That's what a Saviour does. How is Jesus a saviour? Well, Jesus is God. And he leaves the glory of heaven to be born in squalor. He lives a perfect life. He never sins. And he dies on the cross. In our place, taking the punishment for everything we've ever done wrong. This means that if we make Jesus our king, he will save us. He will rescue us from hell for heaven, for a relationship with God as father. The shepherds are told by the angel that they'll find a baby wrapped in cloths and lying in a manger. This will be the sign that the Saviour has been born. And so the great company of angels praises God, verse 14. Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favour rests. Are you giving glory to God this morning? Do you know peace? Do you know that his favour rests on you. The shepherds hurry off to find Jesus. And that's what we must do. If we want to know peace, if we want to know God's favour on our lives, we must find Jesus. And we must make him our king. We must ask him to be our saviour. The shepherds spread the word. That's what we must do. A saviour has been born. Spread the word. A saviour has been born. Do you know him? Is he your saviour? We don't need to be afraid because God is in control. And Christmas is good news because a saviour has been born. All who heard about this were amazed. It is amazing. Mary, verse 19, treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. Ponder. A saviour has been born. Ponder. Ponder. Think about this. 
God is in control. He's organizing the events of history so that a Savior will be born in Bethlehem. And God has arranged the events of history so that this Christmas you're hearing good news. Here is the answer to the perma crisis good news. A saviour has been born. How will you return home today? The shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. You can return home today, glorifying and praising God. There's no need to be afraid. Here is good news. A saviour has been born. Let's pray. A moment of silence for each one of us to ponder in our hearts. Am I afraid? Do I need good news? Is Jesus my saviour? Is Jesus my king? Father, we thank you for the gift of Jesus. Thank you for this wonderful good news that a Saviour has been born. Father, we confess that sometimes we do feel afraid in the light of all that's going wrong in the world. And so we thank you so much for Jesus. Thank you that he's come to be our Saviour. Lord, please grant that each one of us might be saved from hell for heaven by trusting in Jesus as Saviour and King. Lord, grant it for each one of us, we pray, in Jesus' name. Amen. <laughs>